Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, 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 big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. <laughs> Sect the competition and he play with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Bug. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game Jane. Yeah. Big Game Jane. Big Game Jane. What's going on, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time for Big Game Sports Buzz, where the sports fanatic and the pro athlete get together and talk about all things sports and everything related to it. I am Jay Stoggs, the buff nerd. Let's go. And, of course, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why this podcast is called This Podcast, Big Game James, what up, dude? How you feeling? Ah, uh, what's up, man? I'm, you know, hey, man, man. I'm a lot better than I was a couple of days ago. That's a damn show, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, man, look for all those people out there. It is flu and cold season. Make sure that you are taking care of yourself. I it's crazy out here. I heard it was like thirty degrees in Georgia last week. That's crazy. All right, take care of yourself. Big Wallace, what's going on, man? Glad that you are already in the cast. It's going to be fun. You know we're talking about your peoples down there. They're acting, acting a little wild. They're acting a little wild, but it's going to be fun. Uh, make sure that you tune in to everything that we have going on. We're on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast platform. And, of course, we want you to like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe. We have a lot of great podcasts that are on here from Man Cave on Mondays to we're gonna we're gonna call it something different, but for now, Cowboys cutting up on Tuesdays when we you know hmm. Thursdays, of course, big game sports buzz and two birds one show right after actually right between us. Hey, look, those guys in Philly, you know, cry eagles cry, it's fantastic. Go check them out, craft beer and Philly sports. But right now, right here, it's it's time for the buzz. Um Man, I'm I'm ready to get into it. A lot of great stuff tonight. Uh, four downs. Uh, oh hell no! Look, it's it's something else for you. Of course, who you got? <sighs> playoff edition, uh, championship playoff edition between the lines, and of course tonight, top five villains. Who's the, who's your top five villains of all time? It's gonna be fun. You ready to get into this? It's gonna be interesting. Hey, wait till you hear what some of my villains, dog. I guarantee Bro. you will be tripping. I don't I don't know man. It's I, let's go. Let's go. Four downs. Yeah, uh look, for real, for real, Wallace, when we get into that between the lines, man, definitely talking about the new HC down there. But first, we gotta talk about this, man. Draymond Green apparently being snubbed by Team USA. Is this a big deal or not? Now, let's let's put some precedence behind it. I know you're ready to speak on it, brother. Um, it's not because of his play. It's really because of the suspensions that he's had this, this season. Hello. And that's what Grant Hill put out there. So do you think, do you think that's a big deal that he got snubbed because of that? Hell no. Anything that Draymond gets because of what he did, he deserves it. He's lucky to just be back in the damn league, dog. He's lucky yeah. that he's playing in the NBA right now. So yeah. to call it a snub, look, the things you get as an athlete, you have to realize it's it's a privilege and an honor. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a right. You don't just have the right to be named to a team. It's a privilege. And so if you go act the ass and don't do what you're supposed to do, mm. you, hey, suffer the consequences, bro. He, 
I mean, I, I don't, man, please. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, though, that Grant Hill, who, who's in charge of Team USA basketball operations and things like that, so basically he's like, look, you know, he goes around and, and especially, you know, Steve Kerr is the coach. So he was like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it, you know, Wallace. It's not a big deal with the issues Draymond caused himself, but I mean. Amen. Exactly. But he he's 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 won the gold medal twice, right? Um, you know he's an emotional leader. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes, you know, it's proven to be a bad thing, as emotional as he is. But I thought it was interesting that this is considered a snub because he's not on the team and it's not based on his play. I mean, I, I I didn't have a chance to look and see the whole team and who was put on there. I mean, I think just the fact that he's not on it has been, you know, the the biggest again. The head coach, the head coach of Team USA, is his actual head coach. Who's like, nah, you can leave. All him right, Jay. Okay, think about this. You my head coach. Yeah. You 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 vouched for me millions of times. Right, and then just three weeks ago, or four weeks ago, <laughs> I I slapped the shit out of somebody. You you get a chance to go coach a, a prestigious team, yeah, and it's like, hey man, you gonna bring your boy? Yeah, so you know, <laughs> um, hey, you know when we go down to the game and we get these other guys, you gonna avoid that like the plague, dog. Man. You can't bring bad bad vibes with you when you go. Yeah, places. so yeah. Steve Kerr. Even though he's not on the selection committee, I'm sure he may have some say. He probably like, look, I love Dre. I want him to get help, but I got to distance myself from this shit and take and and coach the guys that's able to come on this team, yeah, and play and deserve to be here. Draymond doesn't deserve to be on that team, and and clearly because it's his, his actions. We're not gonna yeah. say he can't. His play doesn't deserve it, but you don't deserve that right. You you haven't earned that right. You know, it's like I tell the mm-hmm. kids that at school all the time. I want to do this. You ain't earn that. What you mean, earn it? Yeah, I'm not just giving you nothing. I'm not your mama and your daddy. <laughs> I don't just give people shit. You got to earn it. I hear you. All right. All right. Okay, okay. That's, I see how you really feel this. Let's move on then because I don't want I don't want no bad blood, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, there's no bad blood. That's a good question. And it's one of those no. things that sure. come up because so many times, and, I, and, and dude, let me be the first to tell you, from playing football from the age of eight to thirty-three, I have I have been given things before because of who I am and what I do. Right? It's like you get away with stuff. So, like, hey, right. well, hey, don't do that again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look the other way. But my, my shit was mine. It wasn't punching somebody in the face, kicking somebody in the nuts, body slamming somebody else, punching a teammate. Yeah. I mean, it's only so many times people can look the other way and let little things go. Before it gets to a point where it's like, no, nah, no, nah. you you ain't learned yet. Yeah, true, 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 indeed. Hey, man, let's go ahead and let's hop into this next one. Um, so there's there's some questions going around right now. That is the NFL rigged or rigged the teams? For Super Bowl LV three. Oh, Jay. Are you sick of seeing all these conspiracy things going on out there? Man? You know, um yeah, you, yeah, you missed an opportunity. Look, if you look at the logo, it seems to favor certain colors of certain teams. Red and purple. Yeah, but the Buccaneers were red. And they didn't make it, so I mean, it's they they, it's, they wear pewter. They red pewter, right? They're red pewter, it's red. It's not red. It's pewter. That's what you told me. Our primary colors are red and pewter. <laughs> <laughs> While she don't think it's red, it looks a little red. It looks a little right, red. So what about the damn? What about the damn? Fake news. I, I think the little news headline thing is like Rupert yeah. McIntyre Usher performing at the Ravens 49 Super Bowl. 
I think so. I, somebody typed that shit up and, and made it look like a news clip and put it out there. That's not real, bro. We say not a chance Vikings are purple. Yes, they're purple, but so is Baltimore. Come on. But Vikings, yeah. Matt, come on, big dog. Vikings didn't even get in the dance for yeah, they, yeah, they didn't even get in the tournament. Yeah. Look, you know, and, and look, so, hats off to them trying. Even after Kirk Kane went down and and Josh Dobbs figured out a way to win, you know, a game and a half, and then they sat him down, bro. It, no, Vikings were they were over. They were really, really over. Um, but I don't know. There, there might be something to this, man. It's it seems a bit too cliche-ish, and especially that it's Vegas. Like, that doesn't – those colors don't give me Vegas feel. Now, you're from that. You're from Nevada. You played in Nevada. You're from the West Coast, right? You tell me, big game, the purple and red, is that – Man, Sin City can be any color you want it to be. Oh. I don't think the NFL comes up with the, the color scheme to try to give the vibes of that town that they're in. I don't yeah. think that's how they come up with that. Um, you know, the one dude who released that thing on TikTok, you know, a while back, yeah. this whole theory, he went back to all the other Super Bowls and all the other colors. And it was funny. But like to me, when he said, oh, yeah, with the Bengals and the Rams, if you look right here, this color's for this and this color, man, that shit was a stretch. It wasn't no, clearly no orange. <laughs> it's just clearly blue and yellow. Like, they stretched and made a good story. And then and that's the thing, man. You know, they say one of the top viewed topics on YouTube is conspiracy theories. Yeah. So I think it's just always cool and fun to see some crazy stuff. And go, yeah. oh, what if? Like, my mom and I will argue all the time and get into it. Because it's fixed. It's fixed. I said, you know how hard I work? I said, you think me getting my ACL torn is fixed? You think me getting this done is fixed? Like, I'm like, mad. Like, I ain't fixed. But she then other people like, well, it doesn't have to be you. It could be the referees. It could be other things. Players can play and they can just make it happen the way they wanted it to happen. And it make you want to fight people, man, because I know the blood, sweat, and tears that players put into having an outcome. Because, like, the opportunities you have are few and far between right. to get to the pinnacle, which is a Super right. Bowl, and to win it. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what happens when it's not a Michael Trump, right? So right. I can't say, man, it's full of it. Ain't no damn conspiracy. If, this, Detroit, this just, if, De, if Detroit lose this weekend and Kansas City lose this weekend, hey, would, hey. would you think? But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna move off of this. You know, it would take over a billion dollars to pay a team to throw it. It's not like back in the day when owners owned the player. I wouldn't say that because, uh, as we have heard in Carolina with certain coaches. They were like, hey, you shouldn't win this game. You really shouldn't win this game so we can get a pick. Right? We've seen it. Look, we've seen it in Dallas. In the NBA, they purposely lost games so they could get better chances at a pick, even though it's a lottery. So it happens. It happens. Um, Bruh. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to see, dog. Like, it's – it's a great conversation. I love it. it is. I love. I love even hearing my athletes at school talk. Oh yeah, you know the conspiracy. I just crack up laughing. I'm like these fools. <laughs> they got to get on TikTok, man. TikTok got everybody thinking that the game is tainted. There you go. And we're gonna talk about that. Who you got? You know, from there. But look, let's go to this third one because I'm, I'm really interested to see what you wanted to say about this. What you got to say about this? So apparently, Doc Rivers is back in the league as a coach. How you say? Well, some would say that this kind of mirrors something that happened here in Dallas several years ago where uh, Coach Clapp, also known as Jason Garrett, circumceded and and, and whatever you want to call it, you know, moved up and got Wade Phillips bumped out of there. Doc Rivers takes over for uh, 
for Griffin down in, uh, up in Milwaukee. But the funny part is, is that Doc Rivers was his advisor. But, but Doc Rivers didn't get this. I, man, look. This is some. Talk about conspiracy. It ain't even conspiracy. <laughs> this flat out bullshit, bro. <laughs> like, how did you fire a dude that's like, what, 26 and 10 or, or whatever it is? We got a winning yeah, record. Anyway. No, they they were second in the league. They were thirty and thirteen. Thirty and thirteen. Second in the conference. Second in the East. Third in the NBA. Yeah. And it's just like our defense is shaky. We're gonna fire you. Have you seen the scores of all these other teams in the league? Oh, it's inflated, man. No one plays defense. It's inflated. It's inflated. And then it's like it's no harm. Look, and and no knock to Doc Rivers, bro. Well, let's really break this down. Besides Boston, what the hell is Doc Rivers won, Jay? Nothing. Besides Nothing. the one title in Boston. Yes. He's blown, he's blown what, three game sevens? Yes. He, yeah. he can't get over the hump. He got his ass ran out of L.A. Yep. And there's, there's reports that are saying that the players are the ones that really came out and said, yeah, We've lost faith in him. Like he lost the locker room. Yet there's also reports coming out that they're saying that they were shocked that Griffin was let go. Like, come See, on, that's man. The, that's the shit where you like, hey man, we're gonna put the drugs in his car. <laughs> you know, plant the drugs when you get out. Make the anonymous tip. And when he turned the corner, we're gonna pull him over. Like, man, I didn't know what I was in there. I was so surprised. Man. <laughs> So many people, so many things I've seen to say Giannis is the one, but hey, he can't do it. I'm not happy. And, you know, that's small market. Man, if Giannis no, get mad, oh, shoot, we can't have Giannis get mad. All right, he got to go. And, and, and here's the other part. Um, so I'm looking at his contract, and, he, you know, he just signed a three-year extension. So he's there until, I believe, it's 27. Right. Uh, so it, but it, you know that doesn't matter these days because players now can force a trade, which is crazy to think about. They can, but they they can't. Yeah, they they can force the trade. I'm not gonna play. My leg hurts, or you know whatever. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't get you know the accolades, but I just want out of here. You have a guaranteed contract, so you're gonna get paid uh, unless you're Zion. And then you know you I mean, say he hey. might he might make that way in and get his bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, pun intended. I saw what you did there. Uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's this. This is one of those things where I think the Bucks, the Bucks did this wrong. Now, it's not to say that. They probably didn't need a change, but the way they went about it. Okay, but my thing is, you panicking. Doc Rivers ain't never been known for just yeah. coaching a great defensive team. And look at what he had in Boston when they did with this. this yeah. my thing. It's no knock to Doc, but you look yeah. back to what he's done. Yeah. He had one shit since Boston, dog. Yeah. So why is he even before then, though? Because remember, he was with the Clips. And he had a great team in L.A. and couldn't win it there. Couldn't win. Right? He was in Philly, couldn't win it there. I mean, it's it's it's, it's what it is. Can we blame the franchise? He did. Can, no, but can we blame can we blame Boone I mean, can, can we blame the Milwaukee Bucks? I think. I mean, there's some. Boone Holt, did he did he resign or retire? Is that how the job came over? Did they fire him? No, he was fired. And he just won a championship two years ago. Yes. He won a championship and, you, and they got any fighter. And see, it's bullshit to me, man, because Adrian Griffin interviewed 14 times before he got this job. Yeah. <laughs> so if you already got passed on them other 14 times, shit, there's only 30 teams in the league. Yeah. Who going to really give him another chance? Nobody. And for the fact that you get it taken from you when you are winning. Yes, it's ugly, but you win it. But you win it, y'all. Y'all and y'all give away your best on-ball defender, Drew Holiday, to get Dame Lillard to get more points and sell more tickets. And you think the defense gonna get better? 
<laughs> don't play defense like that. And yeah, yeah. it is fair. Yeah. Because he, but here's the thing, Wallace. Whenever you get a new coach, and I don't believe it matters what sport it is, you're going to get that bump, right? New blood, new energy, new whatever. You're still going to get a bump, though, right? So I think that's what it is. Like, oh, let's 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 show them, hey, that we really can ball and all that. I think it's you'll get that initial bump, the honeymoon period, but then after that, that's what I'm looking at. See, right that's now. what I think, and I mean, I titled this show. Is Doc Rivers the right man for the job or for the Bucks, whatever, right? And realistically, he'll get hired. They'll yeah. go on a little run in the winners for you. They might play a little bit harder, so it's going to look like the defense improved. Like, aha, uh-huh, we got the right guy. They're playing defense. And then they're going to get their back broke and blew out and give them like 148, 148 in one game. And right. panic, everybody going to like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, Doc, Doc Rivers is not the long term solution. I don't yeah. think so. Can I be wrong? I mean, you can't tell me Doc was sitting at home like, hey, man, you know, when I get back on the sideline, I'm going to do this, this, and this. He's commentating for ESPN. <laughs> he was calling games. Dude, he wasn't thinking about X's and O's. No. No, not at all. And, yeah, he they they did. When when he won the championship with Bob uh, Budenhorzer, when he won the championship next year, see you later, bye-bye. Um, Man, let's get to this fourth down because, like I said, we got a lot of a lot of casts to get to in this hour. <sighs> Here's the I'm just gonna put the question out, and then we we just gonna I'm gonna put it right there. Can we consider Jared Allen to be uh, an elite quarterback at this point? Josh Allen. I'm sorry, Josh Allen, because Jared Allen plays defense or played defense. Josh you Allen, you rolled the cap. Um, can we consider him an elite quarterback? An elite quarterback. What's the better question? Elite quarterback has the window of opportunity for him to win the Super Bowl pass. Jared Allen was a stud, yes, but can Josh Allen be an considered an elite QB? Not right now, he can't. I don't wow. think so. I mean, you've got to find a way to win the big game. And now we everyone expected them to beat Kansas City at home. Mm-hmm. As Kansas City is supposed to be down. Yeah. But you still look at how bad this team was and got hot late. And they beat a depleted Miami Dolphins team that was just beat the beat the crap. Um they beat somebody else that was just beat the crap to get themselves back in the situation to even get in the playoffs and be able to get that home game, right? Yeah. So and I'm gonna say this. Done, Go ahead. And I'm going to say this, and, and I know what you're going to say about it. They, The fact that they beat the Cowboys as badly as they did, I think also it's a win, and a win is a win. But that was a big bump, I think, for the team as well to say, look, this is a legit team. This is not a down team. This is a legit team. But we realize the Cowboys have no defense once we saw Green Bay did to them. So true, true. Hindsight is twenty defense. At the time, it seemed big. Now we realize it wasn't that. It, it wasn't as big because the the formula was out there, and they perf- they ran it to perfection. And here's right. here's the other thing too: if if they don't miss the kick, if the kick is not missed, and they win in overtime. Would this conversation be different? Yes, the narrative would be different. Well, it wouldn't happen until they got to the championship game and maybe lost to Baltimore or something else happens. Yes, I think the narrative is different, Jay. But it's not. It's not because it's the same old Buffalo losing mm-hmm. again. Yo, Ross, I think they're going to put him as an elite quarterback when you look at the rest of the league, and I think that's important for it to be said, you got to look point. at the rest of the league. A great point to say, okay, who's who's better than him, or who is he better than? Let's say it like that: who is he better than? And yeah. when you look at the rest of the league, you're like, there's a lot of people that he's better than. So, because as some stars emerge, some stars decline. Mm-hmm. New stars come in, they have to find 
that way to sell the tickets to the games to the younger people. So sure. all and like I said, and they always sell the game through the quarterback position. Yeah, that's just how it's done. That's how the league does it. They market the league through the quarterbacks. So now the they do. More, yes, the more quarterbacks that they have that's uh, relevant, the better it is for their marketing scheme. So they want Josh Allen to be an elite quarterback. I just don't think he is right now. I've been fooled. I've said, "Oh yeah, Josh gonna be the man. He gonna be a beast." And also, I'm like. You know, and so Matt, here here we go. Top three QB, right? So that means there's two other QBs that's better than him, which means that he's better than what twenty eight other quarterbacks in the league. That's what you're saying, Matt. There there are twenty eight other quarterbacks that he's better than. Uh, yeah, sure. Wide receiver let him down. Digs drop. A, hey, I get that. Um, you take Josh Allen over Lamar? I wouldn't. Ooh. I wouldn't. Josh ain't no dog. Lamar's a dog. <sighs> That's a tough question. Uh, Favre, Favre was a gunslinger, man. Uh, making bad plays, and then he'll give you some good plays. Yeah, I mean, you know, the simple fact is this. You know, there was one season where Favre had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions and was considered a great quarterback and elite quarterback that season. And look what we say about Jameis for having 30 for 30. Okay, wait a minute, though. (laughs) But I'm just just saying. I hear what you're saying. It's easy to overlook the mistakes Yes, when there's other things attached to winning with those numbers. But you have to win, too. That's what I said. When you win, when you win, when you win with those numbers, you can overlook a lot of the mistakes. You can, you can, and 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 that is what I believe separates Josh Allen from. I won't say the other twenty-eight, but at least the other twenty. Gosh, twenty-three. You know, I, I would definitely put him in the top. 10, he's there, top seven, you know, even push the top five. Is Dak um, better than, is Dak better than uh, Josh Allen? And I'm not putting that on you just because you're a Cowboys fan. I'm no, 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 yeah, that's a great question. I would say uh, Jared, uh, Jared, Josh Allen is better than Dak. Okay. And, and, and for this reason only, he's more willing to run – the ball mm-hmm. than Dak and um, his pre-snap reads are better. Like he's not afraid to thread the needle and can do that. Got it. Got you. Dak can't do that. But when Dak is on, Dak is on. Right. So, but when he's not, it is God awful. And he doesn't have anything to, you know, fall back on. Like he's, He's not going to run. It's not that he can't. He's not going to. And if he does, it's, you know, precarious. Man. So, we need, on I, that note. We need to do a top five top five QBs for the season or one of these top fives. We don't watch football anymore, man. So, um, you I can mean, do it. I mean. I'm going to slap you, bro. <laughs> I don't watch it. I'm broken. I'm broken. Bro, so, you're not watching the Super Bowl either? Don't lie to me, Stiles. Say, man, I got some Lego sets uh, to get to. I got some, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go take a walk, you know, when it kind of warms up. It's supposed to be, you know, nice. Uh, but I'm watching basketball. I've been watching basketball, you know. Man, bye. Anyway. <laughs> Josh. You know, what's that? T- hey, bye. you already know. Get ready for that yeah. button because when I say stuff like that and watching them, you know what it makes you say? Oh, hell no. 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 That's right. This is the segment of the podcast where we find things that happen throughout the week that make us say, oh, hell no. Um. Man, 
Yeah, yeah. I I know, I know. Wallace, your boys got you down this bad. Listen, it's different this year. It's different this year. Why? Because <sighs> you heard, here we go, and you just no, no, no. was going to get you. Victoria. I'll tell you honestly, it's expectation. I I drank the Kool Aid. I was sold out. Now look, I told you I'm a football fan first. I was sold out. I was I all in. The, I drank the Dallas juice. I did. And you know what? It was how they lost. <laughs> that That's really what it is. It's how. Like, when you get throttled like that in the first half and you don't start to come back until the last quarter and you still lose by 16, bro, that, that does something to your soul. I mean, let's, we're not gonna get in the. Uh, we're not. It's oh hell no. I wish that that definitely can be. Um, yeah, that could be an old hell no for weeks <laughs> and weeks. Uh, my old hell no does relate to the Cowboys now that since you spoke on them. If you are the parent or the sibling, oh my gosh, of a professional athlete. Oh no. If you do not put on the pads and equipment, if you do not go make the plays, you need not take the Twitter and talk smack about your team's quarterback. CeeDee Lamb's mama came out and had some shit to say about Dak Prescott. That was horrible to an extent where you act like your son ain't never dropped the ball. Then Dak Prescott's brother came on there saying that if he could just take his brother out of Dallas, he would. And then Michael Parsons' brother came on and said something about Dak. It's ridiculous. And then the worst part about it is no one has came to Dak's defense. But, hey, man, it's our quarterback. It's not on him. Let's move it along. Micah... Michael Parsons came on and said, hey, the opinions of my brother are his and his only. I have nothing to do with that. But, yeah, Michael, you you bitched and moaned and cried enough to where your brother feels like he has the right to do the same thing as well. So to all those family members of those other people that had the nerve to say what they said, oh, hell not to y'all. I just wanted to give you the spotlight on that one, brother, because I – Feel you on that. That that one, yeah, yeah. That, that's nah. Come on, stay in your lane. Um, speaking of staying in your lane, I love college sports. Okay, I do. But there's a there's a time and place for everything. We always say in sports, especially in football, keep your head on the swivel, right? Keep your head on the swivel. Well, apparently, Ohio State women's basketball team beat Iowa basketball team. Big upset. As Caitlin Clark is getting off of the basketball court, she's actually on the basketball court, this big mamma jamma who should be playing for Ohio State, female, Runs into Caitlin Clark, knocks the wind out of her, down to the ground. Looks back and is like, whoa. Anyway, like, bro, what, what are we doing here? Listen, Storm, the, the you know, the, the if you want to, just go ahead. If you want to storm the court, cool. It's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. Like, and then the real old hell now is the security. But if you see the girl, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to get in front of that because she's running full steam ahead. They need to put her on the team. I'm telling you. Go back. Look for Kayla Clark getting smashed uh, after the game for Ohio State. I got to pull that up. I haven't seen that one, dude. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and then the post, it was like like the AD from Ohio State had to come and apologize to her. The coach came and apologized to her. Jay, I don't know have you seen? You, you said it. You see them people in them yellow jackets. Some people don't need to be working. It's just because they don't have some security in enough to make make the rent or the mortgage. So they out there at the arena 
hoping yeah. nothing go wrong. And, and yeah. you know them, you know them people that do the event staff stuff. They probably yeah. go, who we playing tonight? Yeah, I hope they blow us out. If not, they gonna storm this goddamn court. Yeah, and and and, and it happened. But it happened. And it happened. I mean, she went full fledged, knocked that little girl out. Hey, man. hey how big was it? Because you said Mama Jamma. She's a thick <laughs> She's 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 Ohio born and bred, my friend. She's she's a, she's a she's a real buckeye, huh? Look here, man. She, I'm telling you, they had some issues running the ball and stopping the run. They need to sign old girl. They need to. See, my chest congestion going on. I can't laugh. How I want to. <laughs> man, when you see it, but no, you don't you see said, it, bro. You said, you said, I hey, actually have another one too, man. You said, "Hey, she was a big." She's a different. Listen, Doctor No. Did you see? This is my second one, man. I'll make it real quick. Luca decides to throw a fan out of the game because apparently. The, what Tim McMahon had put out was that the fans said to him, hey, Luca, you suck. You need to get on a treadmill because you f- get your fat ass on a treadmill. So Luca got this feeling for being chunky, but. So, so Luca got a little upset while he's on the course. That's, hey, security, that one right there. Throw him out. After the game. Timmy Man says, hey, and he tweets this out, right? Timmy Man tweets out what the guy said. He's like, yeah, I knew you was going to say something because you never have anything good to say about me. So I knew you were going to say something, which you, you know, tweeted about the whole situation is trash. It's not right. It's not true. He's like, okay, but that's what he said. Well, he had been saying stuff all game. He's like, well, what did he say? You know, I knew you was going to say something about it. It's like, well, what did he say? What did he say? And so, you know, my man, Big Perk. And let me tell you something. I love Big Perk. He was like, yo, it was yourself. <laughs> you have one job, and that is to play the game. They came in there, sat at your table, ate your nachos, played your video game, bought some, bought some more nachos, and used your credit card. <laughs> like, yo. Damn, I was the buzzword. Damn. Play the game, Luca. I love you. Play the game. So in a nutshell, you telling me Luca Doncic got in his feelings because somebody called him fat and he got him kicked out the game? Yes. I almost want to play the old hell not intro again. That's <laughs> That's what it is. Go look it up. It's some good stuff on there. Hey, it's time to go ahead and pick who you got. Well, there was four. KC, Baltimore, Detroit, San Francisco. These should be good games, um, at least one of them. <laughs> at least one of them. I think both would be good games, man. I don't see why. I don't think why. Okay, maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe, let me. Who do you think? Let's start with Detroit, game? San Fran. Dude, I think the Lions have enough to beat the 49ers, bro. And Debo Samuel's on 100%. We don't know what he's going to do. Wow. I didn't, I didn't say – I didn't make my pick yet. But I think I think Detroit can shock the world, bro. I really do. Dan Campbell told you they're going to get knocked down and bite them kneecaps on their way back up. <laughs> is Dan – let me ask you a question. Is Dan Campbell the type of, uh, type of coach you would love to play for? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I. That's fair. I, cool. I just wonder why. why okay, why he, did you he, say that? Well, because, I mean, I played my whole career for one person the way he is. Yeah. I, I, I like the way he approached it. I played for a browbeater in college, hmm. right? So when I got to the NFL, it was, it was a breath of freshness. Like, now. My position coach was a jackass. It was, it was, <laughs> I, I say that I say that not like didn't know what he was talking about. Sure. As far as like get the most out of you, but yeah. I'll beat you at times when they need to. Whatever. Yeah. Like, was just chill, right? So that's that was the kind of person I think I needed. He helped me grow as a player and as a person. I looked right. at the game a different way. Um, 
I think Dan Campbell is right for certain people because some people need to know that the coach has their back. Like any of those second chance guys, they're mm-hmm. gonna go to war for Dan Campbell. Now, say Dan Campbell was my coach and I was on like a third team. Yeah. Hell yeah, I need that. I need yeah. that in my life. Yeah. I need that. I need that get that gritty get back. I got your back when other people thought that you couldn't do it. I told you you got this. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. Yeah, that's I mean, I mean, that, and what's what's crazy about Dan Campbell and Jerry Goff is Dan Campbell's like, I didn't want Jerry Goff. I, like, I really didn't. I didn't want Jerry Goff. He said, but after I think it was a, a a loss or something, he went in and Jerry Goff was like, let's go. You know, he was he was right there ready to do it. He's like, okay, that's this is my guy. This is my guy. You know, and it was I think it was more of the determination and grit. He's a blue collar type of guy, right? So he wants those types, and he thought that Jerry Goff was not that type. So uh, Detroit San Fran, ah, I want it to be a good game. I think San Francisco, at the end of the day, will win it. Um, but I think it'll be close. I think it will be close. If they get to, I'll say it like this: if they get to Brock Purdy and make him look pedestrian like a second year player yeah they're they going Man, to the ball did you see the blitzes that aaron glenn drew up against the tampa bay buccaneers mm-hmm. and really i mean because realistically tampa didn't play horrible i'm not yeah. trying to you know sneak my shine in for my team but to what they were being what they were able to do in the adjustments they were able to make and did you see how green bay was running the ball on san fran for a big part of that game against that defensive line that we thought yeah. was so dominant they got two of them in Detroit. And Panay Sue on all of the line is the best lineman on the field. Well, some of us say Trent Williams. Trent Williams is a good. But he's damn good. But he's a yeah. good. You got a damn good offensive line. And they are banged up at the, you know, the center position. He got hurt. Yeah. Guard got hurt. But if they can run the ball yeah. and then let Jared Goff incorporate that play action pass, San Francisco's gonna be in trouble. They're gonna be in trouble. They was in trouble last week. And they, they might were shit on the rain. They were. I mean, they, they really were. It, it This may have been, you know, a, a very different. Can I uh, make my pick tomorrow? I'll let you know. What? Can I make my pick tomorrow? No. All right, man. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick San Fran just because of all the conspiracy theories and the color, the love, the love. There you go. <laughs> but, hey. Wallace, I swear to you, if, if Debo doesn't play, if Debo Samuel does not play, and Brock Purdy loses that one big weapon to go along with CMC and uh, Ayuk and Kittles, mm. I, I agree. Detroit, if, if Debo doesn't play, Detroit wins. But is Debo that big of a deal when you it's have a- CMC and Brandon Ayuk and yeah. Kittles? Yes. I mean, yes. It's because of formations and what you do to to not play with the back end of the defense and the secondary. It's what yeah. you can do by alignment. It takes away one part to where if he's gone, now you know you lose X percent of formations and the defense can change and scheme differently. True. Aaron Glenn is good enough to do that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not, but I man, to think that you know. Dude, they lost to Minnesota. Cleveland, yep. <laughs> and who was the third team that beat them? Just was the it Arizona? Lost, just the fact they lost. Oh, they lost to, I think, the Rams late in the game. I mean, it didn't count. No, it was another good game they lost. I mean, another bad team in that stretch, and they had the injuries everybody was talking about. I want to say it was Arizona. Maybe it was. But really? To lose those games? Yeah. Shit. Okay, Detroit better than them. Yeah, no, they are. They are. And I mean Detroit is coming on at the at the right time. So and they've been able to win close games. Um hard, hard close games. So yeah. I'm not gonna count them out, but no. Um I'm still going with San Fran. I'm not gonna pick that upset there. Casey Baltimore. Oh. I don't wanna see Kermit. I don't wanna see Kermit and Taylor Swift. I gotta go Baltimore. <laughs> I, I just I can't unsee that swag surfing in the in the box, bro. Off the offbeat swag surfing has scarred me for life. Say man, look, 
I I don't want to see I don't want to see his brother with no shirt on hanging out you know the 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 window anymore. Like he should have been escorted out of the out of the uh out of the stadium for that. He's in the press box. I mean he's in a lot of sleep. You take your shirt Listen, off and sleep. If I take my shirt off and I lean over the guardrail, you know what happens to me? I get escorted out. Do you though? I do. You get escorted out because it's a safety hazard. Because they, the stadium is not liable if that fool falls. And he would also be in the old hell non segment. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. All right. But I, I, I want to see Baltimore win, too. I think I, I want Lamar to get him one, man. I really yeah. do. Mahomes, you got a couple. You'll be back. You young. Young in the receiving core. I think Baltimore, honestly, at home is going to be hard to beat. Yeah. I'm gonna take I'll take the Ravens. Yeah. And I think that defense is a lot better than Buffalo's. Oh yeah, man. Buffalo's out there playing. They got dudes off the couch to come play in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Klein, so, Klein, the line Klein, the linebacker said he was getting ready to go on the uh, on the field trip with his daughter when they called him like, Hey man, you wanna play this week? You need somebody. <laughs> he was getting ready to go on the damn field trip with his daughter. You need yeah. to stop. <laughs> I didn't make that shit. I, I, a real, a real story. They was going. They was going on a little camping school trip, and he had to come. Wow. He had to come get run over by Pacheco. Man, hell of a way to get out of a trip. Um, but yeah, I I, I think B Moore is, is going to do it. Which which now brings us to our next segment because I really want to talk about this since we're talking about Baltimore. Let's go between the lines. All right, real quick, we got to hit it because we got to get this top five. Talking to Baltimore, if Lamar Jackson, well, let me ask it this. Let me ask it this way: Does Lamar Jackson need a Super Bowl to be considered a Hall of Famer? I think it's too early to tell, man. I think it's too early to tell. But at the same time, you look at all the quarterbacks that's in that haven't won one. Mm-hmm. Nah, what he can do throwing the ball and with his legs and what he's done several seasons. I don't think he should need one, but I think to validate his contract and everything else, I think he needs a little one. Not his contract. Not not it. Okay, I didn't say that right. Because to me, Lamar Jackson has nothing to prove. But there's a lot of naysayers that will say otherwise. That if Lamar Jackson does not win a Super Bowl, he was not worth the money that the Ravens gave him. And that's just facts. People are going to say that. Um, I still think that he will. Ha- I think that he's a, a Hall of Fame level uh, quarterback, and I still think he has a lot of a lot of time, left, a lot of a lot of years left on on his leg. So, Wallace, you don't think he needs the Super Bowl to help his case? Here's the question, though, because I think a lot of people don't consider him a an elite quarterback per se. They would not put him put him in their top five quarterbacks in the league right now. There's some people who would not do that. So to, and the reason why I asked the question this way is a hall of famer is listen, you know, yes, you're right. There are some quarterbacks who never won one who were in, and there are some that have one that are not in. So where does Lamar Jackson fit? He's he's already been a league MVP. Some would say that he's going to win this year as well. Should yeah. If he wins the Super Bowl, more than likely he'll probably be Super Bowl MVP. That's only happened once, I believe, before, and that was Mahomes. So, and we're already, you know, got the jacket for Mahomes ready. Right. So, you think, so do you do you think Mahomes' jacket is ready? Because of the two Super Bowls that he has to add to the rest of his resume? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you have if if he doesn't win the suit the two Super Bowls, and and you know, I really have to kind of preface it with this. He has had sustained success over his career. Uh-huh. 
um, a lot of things have been favorable for him. You know, he's like last week was the first time he's ever played away from home in the playoffs. Um, he's been fortunate enough in a division that really, let's be real, has been down for a while. Um, so, you know, being division champs for so long. So I think there's still things favorable for him, but he's been able to succeed and have success and put points up. You know, that's what the league is all about now. So, yeah. Having said all that, he doesn't win a Super Bowl, doesn't win the two Super Bowls. I think it's a harder case to make. For Mahomes, but for Lamar, I think he needs to have it in order for him to be a lock. I'll say it like that. I don't think it should matter. It will. I don't think it should, but it will. Yeah, it should. It should matter. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, Let's move on. Let's move on. Apparently, either Belichick said no to Atlanta or Raheem Morris was just a better interviewer than Belichick because Raheem Morris is now the head coach of them Dirty Birds, a lot of Falcons. Um, Does this feel right that Raheem Morris is the head coach in Atlanta? Is this a good fit for that team? We got a young black coach in the black ass city. Yeah, it fit. Um, For the team. I know. I'm just playing, man. Um, Let me just start by saying this, Jeff. Two hires happened today in the NFL that blew my socks off, that blew my mind. Are we going to talk about that other one? And this this Raheem Morris is one of them. Now, I think he's been in the league long enough. He's been a head coach, two different occasions, interim head coach for the Falcons. Head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he's continued to learn to get better at what it is, you know, at being. Mm-hmm. So when the, uh, I think he's gotten better. So when he gets a chance to be a head coach again, it would happen. My thing is all the talk, all the interviews, all the teases. You couldn't have told me Belichick wasn't going to Atlanta. Like I yeah. didn't see it being a good fit, but the way the media was selling it. So now, Jay, it's only. Two jobs left. Mm. Washington and Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, not to take away, Raheem Morris fit for Atlanta. Yeah. I think it worked for that team. They had an offensive-minded coach. It didn't work. They had the same record three years in a row. They yeah. couldn't overcome in the NFC South. They had had decent drafts, had decent talent. Um, someone said that they got a safety that's one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league, uh, Jesse Bates, right? Yeah. Um, I think Morris can fix that defense, and he's got to just have the right person as his OC to make sure they come in there to utilize Pitts, uh, Drake London, uh, B. John Robinson. Now, you still got to find your quarterback because I don't think Devin Ritter is it long-term. But you got to find somebody eventually to fix it. And we know Justin Fields is about to be available. Very good point. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Wallace. Belichick would have wanted uh, control. He shouldn't get it because he is not a good GM, as he showed, uh, as he showed in uh, in for the past, like, four what years. Your boy um, play double dub. Trash! <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, and I agree with you. Um, Ritter is out. He's gone. Um, not even really going. He might just go to be a backup. Okay, I'm starting QB. He's gone. I'll say it like that. Um, you make a play for Justin Fields, which means that you're going to have to trade to get up there. Um, you already have a good running back. You got to get your your offensive line, you know, really kind of solidified there. Uh, and you need weapons on the outside for him, but. Either you trade up to get a new quarterback, right, in the draft, or you go ahead and get Justin Fields. I think you get Justin Fields when you don't have to spend as much draft capital to get in that spot to draft somebody. Nah, they're they, they're going to want the farm, man. Uh, Zach Robinson, okay. A lot of good things about him out there. Yeah, 
So that would be that might not be bad. Yeah, but I think it's also again going to be all about the quarterback that you get and how he fits in the system that is going to be put in place. Um, but I'm I'm very interested to see what happens in Atlanta, especially in that out in house that NFC South. That's gonna be something else for sure. Um, y'all apparently have cornered the market on African American coaches. Speaking of coaches, um there are now two hardballs in the league. There are now two hardballs in the league. Uh, Jim leaving Michigan, going out to L.A. to be the Bolts' leader. Is the league big enough for both of them? Yeah, they both were in the league already together. Uh, true enough. Played each other in the Super Bowl. True enough. Why wouldn't it be? Um, that's a good question. This I mean, surprise I just, me at all. We we talked about this on earlier shows. We yeah. knew he was about to leave Michigan to get away from the 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 the, the, <laughs> the, the, the meteor, whatever. Yeah. It was about to hit the. It's about to blow up. In just Michigan, like Pete Carroll. Yeah, and so just like having an SC, Pete Carroll. Hey, you know, uh, I'm talking about <laughs> the NFL. Uh, NFC, we stripped Reggie Bush of his Heisman. Yeah, he's gonna go ha- go down, right? So he left. No big deal. He's gone. Can he survive? Yeah, yeah, that's going to be the big so, thing. Did, let me ask you something real quick, Jay. Did you think this is the hire that I said surprised me? That That's a what? Remember, I, a few earlier I said two mm-hmm. hires are having that surprise me. He said, yeah, we're going to talk about this in a minute. You thought I was talking about Harbaugh, didn't you? Yeah. No, I wasn't. I knew this one was going to happen. I knew they were going to – you saw what he did. He made Colin Kaepernick relevant. I mean, really. He. I mean, I typically know. Re- rewind my words. He gave Colin Kaepernick a chance. He took him in the second round out of Nevada when everyone else said he had that weird throwing mechanic. He put him in where Alex Smith couldn't really do it no more. He got the job done. He got him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He can win, right? Justin Herbert was the best quarterback out of, on all these teams that had an opening available. I knew Harbaugh wanted to be with the Bolts the whole time. And now Tom Telesco got fired as the GM. But if you look at some of the personnel and the people that the Chargers have drafted in the last two years, yeah. they don't have a bad core people. They have some no, bad they don't. injuries. So Harbaugh gets to take over a team that's got some decent pieces in place. And I think he finds a way to – he was a good coach in San Francisco, dog. Can't nobody really say anything bad no, about no, him. He, he was. So they he both can exist. They both, they both can exist in the league. So, so what was the – okay, so what was the, the head coaching hire that did surprise you then? The, uh, Canales. Oh yeah, Looking out from Tampa going to going to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now Dan Morgan, the new GM, was working out in Seattle when Canales was on staff, and they said that's how Canales really got this job. Um, Canales didn't blow my socks off as offensive coordinator. He got better this year. It yeah. was his first time in a play calling role on a team whose head coach was defensive dominant, and I think yeah. he had to learn how to coexist with Bowles and get a. They'll figure out a system that work. But if you look at some of our latter games, they were kind of lackluster besides, you know, yeah. like the two playoff games where we scored 20 some 20 plus points, 30 plus points. The game against the 9-0 game against Carolina, and then the, <laughs> the the low scoring performance at home against the Saints before then. Yeah. It was kind of shaky, right? Yeah. He gets the job, but like I don't you got Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, and Belichick up there. Yeah, true. You go, and you go get Dave Canales. That's a problem. Dude, I, hey, my, my inbox started blowing away. Big game. I know you're going to talk about this later because it surprised <laughs> the hell out of me. Like, it surprised me too. I hey mean, we're going to have to put that on Chop Shop because it needs the, it needs the yeah. time that it needs. Yeah, but, that, but we got to go ahead and get into that top five. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go. That's right. Some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some have a top 25. Some punk out and have a top 10. But here at BGSB, Big Game Sports Buzz, we have a top five. What's in? What's out? Who's in? Who's out? 
This week's top five is top five villains of all time. We're talking about TV shows and or movies. Oh, see. So no, no. Most these are gonna be movies, though. I can tell you. I can I can pretty much tell you that. So big game without further ado. Go ahead, my man. Give me your top five. Um, all right, my bad. Um boy, let me tell you this. I like my list. I'm gonna keep it quick. Ivan Drago, Rocky IV, the Third World War. Um, dude, I don't know. I don't even understand the Cold War back when that movie came out. <laughs> but it made me hate Russia. I don't know why. That there movie, and he killed Apollo. And damn it, it was on from there. He killed Apollo Creed, right? Um, yeah. Thanos. Thanos snapped his fingers and shit just started turning to black dust. He there was just go. awesome, man, because he was like a larger-than-life villain. And then you didn't think that he was going to be able to be um, defeated. This one here, Alonzo Harris, a.k.a. Lonzo, from Denzel Washington's character in Training Day. That's a good one. Dude, I'll have you making lazy plays in Pelican Bay. <laughs> Everybody hated this fool. He was a cop who couldn't do nothing to him. Great, great villain. That's good my, stuff. My top two, though, I think it'll probably be universal, man. But this one here. Was 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 creepy in so many different ways and clever in so many ways. The Joker, and I think it depends. In every Batman series, it's a little different. But these mm. last couple of Joker's man, just do. Yeah, Joker is. Okay, mm. gotcha. And then Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. Just that voice, like. Dude, that thing Vader's hit generations, dog. You got you got generations of people like that that hate that hate Darth Vader. Darth Vader was the villain. That's it. Uh man, excellent list. Excellent list. My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, some of the ones that we had, look, Thanos, he's on my list as well for sure. I am inevitable. Come on, man. Let's go. Uh Darth Vader, as you already know, is my dude. Um, I kind of consider him a hero, but realistically, he's a villain. Here's a little tidbit that the buff nerd can give you. He was only on screen in the first three movies for 14 minutes total. 14 minutes total in the runtime. You know you're a bad dude if all you get is 14 minutes in three movies, but you that bad. <laughs> that's, that's a bad man. That's a bad man. Hey, here's another one for you, Pinhead. That dude, hey, look. I thought that you were scary movies, bro. Huh? I don't. I That's you. why. Pinhead. I don't. That's why. Hey, hey Hellraiser. Wow. <laughs> bro, that's a good one, dog. Pin, Pinhead is definitely it. Speaking of <sighs> Freddy Krueger. Listen, I watched it at Nightmares when they had, when, when you got Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, when he's out there you know, there's a nightmare on my street. Yeah, that'll do it. Hey, man. That is funny. <laughs> and for my last one, this is going to blow your mind, but um, I didn't like this actor because the, he played the hell out of this character so well when I was younger. Uh, his name is Albert. Went by Mr. On the Color Purple. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Boy, I don't know why I knew the color purple was going to make this list somehow. Bro, now I haven't seen the new one. But I'm going to tell you what, Danny Glover, it took Lethal Weapon 2 before <laughs> I was like, okay, he, he's just playing a character. Oh, shit. But Mr. Nah, that dude was pure D evil. Until I hop on a big day. <laughs> It, it ain't it ain't good to, to cut a woman's hair. I'm telling you, bro, there's like lines in it. Ain't cold enough. That's the one for me. When he stuck his finger in there, it was like, ain't cold enough. Like, oh, okay. Bro, that dude is evil. He was evil. Yes, indeed. That's a damn good one, Jack. <laughs> That's a damn good one, bro. That is a good one. 
Look, thank you for joining in. Thank you for being with us here at Big Game Sports Buzz on BGSE Network, Big Game Sports and Entertainment Network, where sports and entertainment collide. Listen, we always appreciate you. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Ring the bell so you know when we are on and get notified for it. Y'all are always the greatest people in the world coming through, chatting with us, hollering at us, Wallace, hey, Man, thank you so much, Matt. Thank you for coming in. Uh, and everyone else that's been watching, appreciate you. Hey, right, until next week, peace. Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the